0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Spirit Room Podcast. I'm Melissa White, I'm your host, and I realize that maybe this is someone's first time listening to the show, listening to this episode. So if you're starting right now, um, to introduce myself a little bit, I'm Melissa, I'm a full-time psychic medium, um, and I work with Spirit and I work with clients to connect with their loved ones in the spirit world, and also to live a more empowered life. So um, that's what I do. I also mentor and teach people um, how to tap into their own unique abilities. So I teach groups of people who are opening up and and also working. um, Some of them are just beginning on their spiritual journey and others have been, you know, working on it for a while. Some of them are already working professionally. Um, So basically no matter where you're at in your progression, um, I do, I do work with, you know, it's possible for me to work with you and to bring some, um, some insight into, you know, what's going on energetically and ways that you can, um, be really true to yourself as you're going through the ups and downs of, you know, this whole this whole experience. So um, I've been doing that full time for the last seven years. Um, I came to find my abilities at a medium, as a medium um, kind of in a, a roundabout way. It took me a while to get there, you know, um, and it was a near-death experience that really Opened things up for me when I was 23. Um, I had my son Jackson, who's now 16, um, but at, about a week after he was born, my appendix actually ruptured, and I kept going to doctor after doctor, and I went to the emergency room, and nobody was really taking it seriously. You know, they would send me home with painkillers, they gave me morphine, all kinds of things, and it would help temporarily. Um, but the attacks kept coming back, and deep down, I knew something was really, really wrong. Um, you know, and I, I guess because I was exhausted from just having given birth and a newborn baby, and I had mastitis, so I had, you know, an infection that was giving me a fever anyway. So the appendicitis, you know, lower abdominal pain, plus those symptoms, you know, the, the doctors missed it. So anyways, I, I did have an experience with my grandparents in spirit. Um, you know, while I was waiting in the hospital for this exploratory surgery, cause they didn't know what was wrong with me. And, um, my grandpa, and my grandma came to either side of the hospital bed. And basically there was this experience that was so hard. It's so hard to put into words because, I didn't see them physically, but I knew they were there. I heard them. I felt them. And they basically were reassuring me. I was praying to God, like, please let me live. You know, I I know I have to be here for my son. And um, they came to me and basically reassured me and said, I needed to calm down. I needed to have the surgery, but that I would make it through. And so they were right. I did. When I woke up from the surgery, the, the surgeon told me, that my appendix had actually ruptured and there was a lot of damage, so they almost had to take out part of my bowel, uh, but they didn't, um, and they were able to. Uh, they were able to get everything, and so basically, I wouldn't have had 24 more hours with all of that poison in my body. So it was a miraculous, miraculous thing that occurred. And it really did change my perspective on life and made me realize a lot of things. So that was pivotal. Um, And, you know, years later, um, I had my daughter who's now nine. And, um, you know, a, a series of really, really sort of traumatizing things happened from about The time she was six weeks old, Um, my partner at the time was in a really serious car accident. He went from being the main breadwinner to unable to work and being home every day in with chronic pain. Um, Our house flooded, so we ended up having to live two months with family. Um, What else happened? There was a bunch of things. I mean, I was just I was under so much stress. Didn't know if we were going to be able to. You know pay our mortgage thought we we're gonna lose our house um, plus the newborn baby um, Just everything it was it was a lot of uncertainty and a lot of strain a lot of stress on the relationship And um, so I was seeking out some kind of solace. I just I needed to do something for myself I felt like I was really helpless and I had so much anxiety so I came across a um, Meditation class And I went, I brought a friend with me because I was really nervous to go. I'd never done anything like that before. And I meditated for the first time and it was absolutely incredible. It was beautiful. It was healing. I felt so connected and I felt so at peace and my soul felt like, oh, this is what I've been waiting for. And so it was really, you know, really impactful. And um, basically I got hooked. You know, I I was told that I had um, mediumistic ability that night um, because it was actually like a, a psychic development circle. And I didn't really no that's what it was when i went um and so i kept going back i wanted to learn more i wanted to experience that feeling again um and so i kept going back every week and i looked forward to it it was something that really really it was the only thing i was doing for myself at that time and i felt that i really needed it and so after about 10 months of going religiously every week and trying out all of the the exercises you know, I started to recognize and started to believe it, that yes, I am. I am mediumistic. I am a medium. I'm connecting with spirit. This is real. I'm not making it up, or it's not just a coincidence. You know, it's not my imagination. And so just um, kind of naturally, people started asking me to do readings for them, um, some from that class, and then some, um, I did one for my hairdresser, and then she told people, and it just kind of turned into very naturally, uh, this full-time work. And then people would ask me to then do a group reading. And I would say, sure, even though I'd never done that before, you know, so I would just go and spirit would show me, spirit would teach me. And I would have to say it's, it's the most amazing vocation. You know, there's so much joy and so much fulfillment that comes from it. And I'm really, really grateful to spirit for really having my back. At that time, I became the breadwinner. I supported us. I was able to, you know, raise my kids and I was able to eventually leave that relationship. You know, I I had the ability to do that because of spirit. I had the strength, you know, to believe in myself and to know that I could tackle anything. And so, you know, I'm super grateful to the spirit world for all of those things. Um, I wouldn't say that it's an easy job. I would say it's unlike anything else you could possibly dream of doing for your full-time job. Um, But I think if it was super easy, you know, everybody would do it. You know, so there is there's that part of it that I think is just it takes a unique person who's willing, you know, who's willing to be courageous and show up and be uncomfortable and be okay with that, you know. So um, anyways, I just thought I would put that out there. For those of you that always have already heard this story, then I apologize. Um, But I just thought for anyone who's new and might be wondering what this podcast is all about, I'm basically here to share with you guys what I've learned, my experiences as a medium, as a teacher, um, and, and really to kind of share, share some knowledge. I'm a Gemini, so I'm always curious. I'm always wanting to learn, and I'm also always wanting to communicate and wanting to you know, share knowledge with other people. That's what really you know, inspires me, and that's what fuels my soul. You know, so that's what it's all about. So, hope everyone's well. We're coming to the end of June here. Um, I'm in Maple Ridge, which is, you know, suburb of Vancouver. Um, for those of you that are wondering, um, got my two kids, got my fiance Matt, and dog Cooper, cat Anastasia. <laughs> so it's a full it's a full house. Um, but you know everyone everyone here is doing well. We seem to be kind of in in a in a rhythm um, and getting back to a little bit more of a our regular pace you know things are picking up so it's just um, it's just this weird sort of time for people I think that we're all kind of unsure of what's coming next um, but we're all kind of doing our best to stay healthy and to um, move forward you know and enjoy I think enjoy the summer maybe a little bit of a slower pace summer would do us all well you know? So anyways, that's my little blurb for today. Um, The topic for today, what I wanted to discuss with you guys is crystals. And so um, some of you may be familiar, some of you may be already addicted to crystals. Um, I would say that I am not necessarily someone who knows everything and everything about every single rock and gemstone there is. Um, but as with everything else I really go with my intuition I really work with what feels right to me what I'm attracted to what brings me healing you know when I want to wear crystals when I don't when I work with them when I don't it's all very much it's it's all intuitive so um, I wanted to share with you my my favorites my favorite crystals and gemstones the ones that I work with on a regular basis that I enjoy um, and hopefully it'll inspire you um, Um, I would say, you know, lots of times people ask where to buy them, how to buy them, how to choose. Um, You can go to any spiritual store, and they usually will have a section that's dedicated to crystals. Um, You can also get them on Amazon. I know you can get them on eBay. Um, There's also local places, even Facebook, that they'll have, like, um, auctions, you know, for crystals i know there's one called what is it called moonstone something moonstone i'd have to check it out but i know i know of a few that are um on facebook that they're little auctions and you can you can buy some pieces there as well the the way to do it so if you're in person say you go to a spiritual store and you're looking at all of these different varieties of crystals I would first just go with the one that your eyes feel drawn to. What sparks your interest? And they'll usually have a little write-up and they'll tell you all the qualities and properties of each stone. Um, I wouldn't read that first. I would just go with whichever one is kind of calling to you. Hold it in your non-dominant hand. So whatever hand you don't write with, just hold it in that hand. And see how you feel. See how you feel when you hold a stone. You know, does your hand get warm? Does it warm up in your hand? Do you feel your vibration lifting? Do you feel yourself like a wave of emotion? Do you feel calm? Do you feel grounded? Do you feel uplifted? You know, how do you feel? Just notice. And do that with a few different ones and see the difference. See what feels right. Um, and then what you can do is take the little write-up and read up and see you know what each each stone is known for. Many times you'll find that your intuition is bang on. You know, if you're having like a lot of anxiety and stress and then you happen to um, be drawn to say like a venturine or something like that, which is like a beautiful uh, green stone or aquamarine or something like that. And then you read up and it's talking about how it has those benefits. It has the properties of, you know, bringing healing and comfort and calm. Um, you know, that's your confirmation. Um, so I feel like you can't go wrong, you know? Um, so basically what you want to do is also work with crystals in a way that feels right to you. Some people will wear crystal jewelry, like a bracelet on a pendant. Um, lots of times if you find a certain stone, but you can't find it in a piece of jewelry, you can just put it in your pocket. You can put it in your bra if you're lady and you're wearing a bra, you can you can stick it in there. They're, you know, easy to tuck in there. The only thing is I would say um, in the past when I've gone to yoga and I forgot that I had crystals in my bra, um, they all come like falling out when I do certain, certain yoga positions. So that can be kind of, um, it can be kind of funny, but um, that's another thing you can do. You can also, if you want to meditate and lay with one of the crystals, say, on your third eye, and you don't want it to roll off, you could put it in a little headband and stick the stick the crystal there so you could kind of rest it on your third eye. Um, so, you know, there's different ways that you can do this. You can put it under your pillow. You can put it in your purse. You can put them in your um, plants. If you've got plants that you're wanting to give some extra love to, you can put some little crystals in the, in the soil, put them in your garden, um, put them in your entranceway to your home. You can put them in, um, different places in the home, depending on the feng shui, um, uh, what you're trying to achieve, but there's different placements for different crystals inside the home as well. So, I mean, it's, it's a, up to you. It's fun to experiment with. It's fun to really, you know, work with different stones and see how you vibrate, see how you really resonate. So, I wanted to share with you some of my favorite crystals. I'm just looking at my notes here. Um, one of my most favorites is lapis lazuli. So, it is an Egyptian stone. It's got this dark blue color, really deep celestial blue, and it's got flecks of gold within it. So it's a really, really unique looking stone. It's said to represent royalty, wisdom, and truth. It's kind of interesting because I have had many past life memories of being in Egypt and having been sort of this like royal kind of Woman, You know, so I always thought, oh, it's so interesting because I'm always so drawn to lapis. It just really, really feels feels amazing when I hold a piece of lapis. Um, You can even anoint it with lavender oil and place it under your pillow to help with insomnia, which I certainly need to try that because I I do suffer with that um, often. Um, It also promotes creativity. And it helps you to really express yourself. Um, also said to be helpful with depression, and even on the physical, in the physical body, um, to be able to lower blood pressure. So that's kind of an amazing stone, if you ask me. Um, I've used it. I've had lapis um, bracelets before, which have been super, super lovely to work with, especially psychically. I remember really being drawn to lapis when I started really opening up to my abilities. So I think it's a good one for third eye opening. I think it's also a great one for um, the throat chakra to really help you to speak your truth. So beautiful, beautiful. You can look that one up if you haven't seen it. Um, But yeah, beautiful blue color. The next one that I would suggest is jasper. And there's different types, there's different kinds, but I'm sort of um, thinking of the one that's a red, red jasper. It's a support. You know, it can help you through times of strain and stress. It's a super protective stone. It absorbs negative energy, and it's really meant to bring some peace and some tranquility into your life. I also noticed um, that it clears electromagnetic and environmental pollution. So that was something I did not know. I didn't know that Jasper was able to do that, but that's pretty amazing. Um, The red color, obviously super, super um wonderful for the root chakra. Um, so really promoting grounding and and keeping you sort of in the physical body and feeling um to me it's like a level, a leveling kind of stone. You know, so it kind of like brings you into your power. So it'd be a great one to meditate with especially I would say in the morning. That's a great energizing stone. Um, so definitely Jasper would be one that I would uh, definitely resonate with. Um, another great one and this one I've used forever, Angel light. So it's like a powdery blue, almost like castelli color. um it represents peace. It feels so light, you know when you hold it, you just feel light. and it helps to make contact with your angels and also with your spirit guides. So this is a great one for everyone that's starting out and really wanting to build that rapport and build that friendship with their guides. Um, It naturally enhances psychic ability, helps you with telepathic communication, astral travel, and also meditation. So pretty powerful little stone um, associated with the throat chakra, um, also helpful with higher self work. And brings about these qualities of compassion. So it's a gorgeous, powerful stone, and I would really recommend meditation um, with angelite. And really, if you're feeling like you kind of are dragging your feet, you need a little bit of a pick me up, um, an angelite would be a beautiful stone to just like work with. Bring that into your day to day life. Who doesn't want to know their angels more? Who doesn't want to know their spirit guides? You know, I think that's an amazing, amazing stone to work with. So that's one to keep in mind. Um, Another great one is yellow calcite. And this is a beautiful, beautiful, vibrant stone um, for self-confidence, raising your vibration. It's a hopeful stone. It connects to the solar plexus, which is, you know, that part of yourself, that chakra that's responsible for your self-identity and really knowing who you are and stepping into your power. It's um, really one that's going to drive you and really help you to feel motivated. feels like sunshine when you hold it. It just feels like sunshine. It's interesting. My partner, um, we went to a spiritual store not too long ago. And he's never really had any crystals. I think I got one for him early on in our relationship. But um, he's been recently kind of more and more interested. So he was saying, can I help him choose? And so he was going to the ones that he felt drawn to. And he went straight to the yellow calcite. And it was like um, a smooth oval one, like a, a polished one, like a almost like a worry stone or something. And... He, he handed it to me and I picked it up and I was like, this is perfect for him. Um, he just started a brand new job and it's been a long time since he's had to start something new. Um, and so it was a, you know, it's a big deal. And I felt that this was so interesting that he was drawn to the stone, which is basically going to help him with his self-confidence, help him with you know, motivation and and feeling driven and feeling in his power. All these things that you need when you're starting off a brand new job. Um, Physically, it's supposed to help with joint conditions and viruses, which is interesting for this time, you know, in in history. So um, that yellow one to me, like I said, feels like sunshine, so beautiful. I think it's overlooked. I think people, you know, think of calcite as not that exciting. It's kind of like a... um, I don't know. I think it's taken for granted. And so I would, I wanted to put it on my list of one of my favorites because I think it's an awesome stone, especially for mediums. If you're working with spirit, I would say really, really, um, maybe grab yourself some yellow calcite. All right. Hopefully this is interesting for you guys. I don't know. I just thought I wanted to share little bits of my experiences, but, um, you know, you guys can let me know if you, if you enjoy it. Um, the Apache Tear, which is a dark black stone. It is definitely like a go-to when it comes to people who are grieving. Um, it's a healer of old wounds. It uplifts the spirit. It absorbs the energy of grief and it works a lot with the root chakra. And it's also said to strengthen the immune system. So it's perfect for anyone who's grieving, not only just grieving like people who are are in mourning, but also if you're grieving the loss of a job, grieving the loss of a relationship, any kind of heavy transitional sort of time that you might be experiencing. The Apache Tear is such a healer and it is a strong, powerful stone. I've worn it lots of times when I've been doing, um, group readings where there's like, you know, eight to 10 people and I can feel that there's going to be like a heavy, this is a heavy energy or a heavy group grieving energy to work with. I'll, I'll bring a patchy tear and I'll, I'll hold it in my hand or I'll have it in my pocket, um, while I'm doing that. And I find that it's a really good, a good stone to absorb all of that, Um, So that's a good one to keep in mind if, you know, you know, someone's having a hard time. What a beautiful, thoughtful little gift to to present them with the Apache tear, you know. Um, So what else? Oh, the other one is Celestite. So this is a sky blue but very sparkly stone. So the Angelite is more opaque. The Celestite is like sparkly associated with divine power helps to increase mindfulness it's an amazing stone to hold while you're praying Um, it connects to the angelic realm the third eye chakra and I find that it really helps to bring you peace when you're struggling to find peace over the things that you can't control so um, that would be powerful for probably most people right now but it's I love that it's sparkly I love that it's more sort of like uplifting and it sort of got like a fun aspect to it, a magical kind of quality. Um, Beautiful, beautiful color. Um, And definitely I love it too. I, I was looking it up and, um apparently the signs of the zodiac that it really works well with are libra and gemini in particular and i'm a gemini sun and a libra rising so i thought that was really cool that i felt so drawn to it there's a reason for it um so maybe you fellow gemini's and libra's can attest to that that the celestite is such a awesome stone to work with. Um, Some other ones that I have used in the past that I love, um, amethyst, of course, that's like a go-to. Mostly everyone knows what that purple amethyst looks like. Um, Really connects you to the divine. It's crown chakra connection. Um, It's said to help with migraine headaches. Now, I've tried to use it for migraines before and I haven't had any success with that, but I have heard that people have done it and they've used amethyst for headaches. Um, so that's kind of interesting. Definitely works on the crown. You know, it does work with the crown chakra. Um, I find that it's a beautiful one to wear on a pendant. It's it's a beautiful um, stone to work with. Definitely got like a calming vibe to it. It's also, you know, definitely um, helpful when you're working with, um, your psychic abilities, for sure. It's just, it's a beautiful stone, um, and I know that it's really connected to Pisces people as well. My daughter and my mom are both Pisces, um, so that's that's about it. Oh, I can't not talk about rose quartz. I mean, rose quartz is the the beautiful stone of love, of healing, of compassion, of forgiveness. Um, it's always this, you know, that beautiful pink, light pink it's a soft energy, but I also think it is so like the, the vibe of a rose quartz is so all encompassing, you know, it's so beautiful. It's a beautiful one to add to any space in your home. I would love to have, I need to get more. I used to have a beautiful rose quartz heart and I don't know what happened to it in my moves over the years, but I'd love to have another rose quartz. Um, uh, it's a stone, you know, a larger one to put in the bedroom to kind of set that kind of um, intention for that space. Um, also, clear quartz, master healer. I mean, this clear quartz will amplify and intensify energy. So if you're feeling great, definitely that clear quartz is like a powerful amplifier. If you're depressed, I wouldn't recommend using clear quartz is I feel like it would only amplify that energy. So that's, that's sort of my understanding with it. Um, but there, there's, there's, I mean, there's tons and tons and tons of stones. And it's funny because um, when I was in college, I, I was choosing my courses and I had to take a science course. And I was like, oh God, what am I going to take? Because I'm literally like not that scientifically minded. I I much more was drawn to like the arts and languages and writing and all of those things. And so um, I ended up taking geology and I was obsessed. I loved it. We had to like memorize all of these qualities of all of these different minerals and rocks and all this stuff. And most people were finding it just like absolutely painful, but I was so into it. And now looking back, I realize it's probably because, you know, intuitively I could connect with these, these rocks and these stones because they're of the earth. They've got healing properties, whether I realized it or not at the time, there was a reason I was enjoying that, you know? So, um, I just think there's, there are gifts that we, we have from the earth and they are powerful and they are wonderful. And it's such a a huge topic. I mean, you could study them for years and years and years, um, and never really be an expert. You know, there's just so much to know, but I would say, don't let it be intimidating. Don't let it be something that you feel you have to know perfectly. Um, learn as you go, you know, use, use the, the crystals you feel drawn to experiment with them use them in different ways. Um, you know, but care for them and recognize that they are, um, like our helpers, in a way, you know, they're, they're helpers that we can, we can create a bond with, create a relationship. So you can create a relationship with them. So, um, you know, it's definitely, definitely something intriguing and fun and very addictive. I'll warn you now, if you don't have any and you start to buy them, it's hard to stop. I've gone through phases in, in my life with crystals where it's like, I have to have them and I I go on like a rampage. And then I've been good probably for the last year or two, just found myself that maybe because I was moving so much, but I had to kind of downsize and kind of like, um, you know, keep it to a minimum, but I'm now feeling that call again. So it's fun to explore. It's fun to find different pieces. And I find that when I go on trips and stuff, I always like to get a little stone from wherever I've gone. Um, It's sort of like a, memento you know it's it's special so there you have it um i hope that that's helpful for you guys definitely can do more down the road um if you're looking for resources the crystal bible is a great one um there's one by i think it's melody i'm just checking i think it's called love is in the earth um Love is in the earth by melody. Um, so that's a really a really wonderful resource as well. Um, so I will, Say goodbye for now, but wish you guys all the best. Keep listening, keep subscribing, and um, if you feel inclined to share it, the, you know, an episode or share the podcast with your family and friends, super appreciate it. Um, it's a pleasure. It's such a, it's such a cool experience to be uh, reaching out to you guys in this way. Um, for someone who's never liked the sound of their own voice, it's kind of healing to be able to put this out there and just... Um, feel you know feel proud of at least putting something out there that I hope is helping people Um, so that's kind of cool I'm doing a 21 day challenge in the spirit room podcast group on Facebook so if you want to join us at any point um, there's a whole bunch of us we are meditating and exercising Every day for 21 days, and so each day I'll make a little post, and everyone's sort of commenting with "Yep, done my meditation." This is my meditation. We'll share some meditations, um, different stuff like that, and they've exercised. It doesn't have to be for an hour-long meditation or an hour-long workout. It's just at your own pace. But it's it's called the Promise Challenge, and basically it's about cultivating trust with yourself. And making promises to yourself every day and keeping them so even if it's just a small thing you know it's about really learning to trust yourself more I find that we are usually much more able to keep our promises to other people than we are able to keep them to ourselves so all of you empathic people out there who are really busy trying to take care of everybody else um, I think it's time we do something I think it's time that we band together and try to take care of ourselves and I really believe that we can't be running to spirit and asking spirit to help us out all the time if we're not willing to help ourselves. And this comes from me. You know, I, I've experienced this where I'm like, spirit, help me. I don't know what to do. And then basically I'm looking at myself and thinking, okay, there are things that I could be doing right now that I know would help me. So i got to do them, you know, and then yes, yes, spirit will, will help us. But we also need to take responsibility and accountability. So I think it's important. So if you want to join us, definitely do so. Um, And we'll just keep going from there. Any ideas, topics you want to delve into on the show, please reach out. You can reach me on Facebook, uh, Instagram, uh, any of those ways I'm around. Okay. So sending you guys off with hopefully a little inspiration and a little extra love. Um, Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.